0: You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome to our online youth service. We are so blessed that you can join us in our online youth service today as we close our series. and in series natin? We have been going through... Red flags. So I hope you've been learning to say no because this is what the series is all about. Signs that you should say no because in life, God will allow us to experience red flags. May mga red flags po, po talaga yan. And we need to learn and identify what those are so that we know how to say no. But I think the problem with a lot of us is not the identification of the red flags, but more of the courage and the strength and the power to say no. So hopefully. As we close this series, you will learn to say no to those things na alam mong ayaw ni Lord. Okay, so but before we continue, again, I know so many things are are happening all over the world. And a lot of you guys are affected by this pandemic, uh, by by this crisis, whether through sickness or through financial difficulties. So again, I want to pray for you guys. So why don't we join our hearts and let's pray for uh, our youth service today. And let's pray also for those people who are greatly affected by this pandemic. Let's all bow down our heads, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together, even though it's virtually, Lord, and even though not the same time we're gonna watch this, but thank you that we can listen to your word. Thank you that we can hopefully, through this message, be encouraged by you, and see how you're moving in and through our lives. And I also wanna lift up to you those people who are listening right now, greatly affected by this pandemic, Maybe because of sickness, maybe because of financial difficulties, or struggling in school, struggling in pursuing their career. I pray for strength, supernatural strength, Lord. I pray for healing, especially for those people who are experiencing this COVID, this sickness, Lord God. We pray for their family members, friends, relatives who are battling with this one. Please, we pray for your healing power to be upon them. For those who are struggling financially, please provide for them as well. And today… As we listen to your word, overwrite my preparation, speak in and through us, and we pray, Lord Jesus Christ, that this message would indeed impact our hearts, change us, Lord, and teach us how to say no to those red flags. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. All okay, right. so what are these red flags? We started this series a few weeks ago. Basically, when you say red flags from God, it is one of His ways to protect us. So red flags are there to protect us it's not to prevent us from enjoying life it's not from uh, it's not because kill joy see god in fact red flags are there to protect us because god doesn't want us to get hurt unnecessarily yes in life there will be challenges we're going to get hurt maybe we get sick or we get hurt from other people but there are decisions in life that we shouldn't make Because if we do that, we will get hurt unnecessarily. Kaya nga, red flags are there to protect us. Our theme verse is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, where it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, what the writer Let us throw off. You let it go. You remove it from your life. Everything that hinders, not necessarily sinful, but those things that are not pleasing or not good in terms of God's standards, And the sin, the sinful things that so easily entangles us or controls us. And there's a next part. When we throw it off, we follow. Who do we follow? God. We run with perseverance the race, the path, the direction that God has marked out for us. So, as we close this series. So we've been talking about ungodly influences, we've been talking about addiction. Of course we talked about sin. We started off with that one. We're going to talk about something that's very very hard, okay? I think this for me, maybe for some of you who are listening right now, this is one of the hardest to say no to. to a sin, uh, you know that you need to say no to those things because it's bad. You don't cheat, you don't do those things. Ungodly friends, some, some people, they are, have a hard time saying no to, the, to ungodly influences, but for some, they have a, an easier time to say no to them. But for this topic, it's really hard because you're battling against your own desires. We're going to talk about unhealthy emotions. Yan! Yung mga emotions that is just so hard to control. Of course, emotions in general are not necessarily bad, but there are emotions that are unhealthy. It's not good for us. And the more we dwell on it, the more it controls us, the more we respond the negative way, the more we respond to other people the wrong way, and the more we cause pain to us and to other people. That's why we need to say no to unhealthy emotions. And what are these unhealthy emotions that I'm talking about? There are many, but I want to classify it into five categories Anxiety so much worry to the point that you get jealous, you uh, you, you try to, to look at other people and control certain things because you're anxious. Entitlement, sense of pride, sense of I deserve this. This is what's happening to me. I deserve this kind of life. I deserve this kind of treatment to my life right now, right? So that's entitlement. I deserve all of these good things. Insecurity. You're not secure. As a result, you don't have a purpose. You don't have a direction. You tend to compare and look at what other people have, and because of that, you look at your heart. It's so insecure. You're not strong. You're not solid. You're e- you easily give in. You mga madaling give in jano, okay? Wag itag. Insecurity, unrighteous anger. Of course, you will see in the scripture that Jesus, yes, he he was angry because the people desecrated the temple of God. But this is what I call unrighteous anger that results to bitterness, that results to unforgiveness, that results to hatred. And then lust. Different kind of lust in your heart. The desire to pursue ungodly passions. Lust. Now, here's the good thing. Each of these emotions, we are going to talk about in the next coming series. In fact, we have a next exciting series. But today, we're going to talk about the general concept of saying no to unhealthy emotions. But before that, before we continue and discuss the general, how do we deal with the saying no to these general emotions, I just want to promote next week. You don't want to miss this because this is a church-wide series. It's called Life Detox overcoming toxic realities. So each point, we po discuss Anxiety, entitlement, insecurity, unrighteous anger, lust. We're going to talk about that every week starting next week. So please, invite your friends because we have an exciting series starting next week, Life Detox. Now, going back to unhealthy emotions. So how do we say no to this? How do we say no to unhealthy emotions? How do I... In other words, how do I counter my heart? Ang eh, Kasi mo nga. So kung mo ang hirap bigailen. Right? Because it's my desire. Because I really want it. I wanna pursue it. So how do I say no to it? I'm so glad there's this writer. He wrote a lot of proverbs, statements. He wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. He's a wonderful king but at the end of his life, medyo hindi naging okay. His name is King Solomon, and he wrote Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty-three. Anong sabi sa Proverbs 4.23? Wherever you are, I want you to read this as loud as you can, okay? Let's read this together. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. You know, for a lot of you guys who've been Christians for a long time, you know the phrase, guard your heart. In fact, your D group leader would often say, guard your heart. O, yan ka naman, nire naman siya, guard your heart, ba? O, yan ka naman, ginagawa mo na naman guard your heart. So, what does that mean? How do we guard our heart? Because tama yung sinabi ni Solomon eh, from our heart, everything that we do comes out. Because it's your desire, you're gonna do it. Kahit nga anong sabihin ng mga tao, Alam mo nang mali, pero dahil gusto mo, gagawin at gagawin mo talaga. So we need to guard our hearts. Our message for today as we close our series, guard your heart, learn to say no. So how do we do that, okay? How do we guard our heart so that we can say no to it? Kasi hirap eh. Madali mag-say no sa ibang tao. Pero sa puso mahirap, okay? May mga natatawa dito, hindi ko alam bakit. Pero baka kayo rin natatawarin kayo. Because it's really hard to say no to your heart. So I'm to teach you certain principles how to say no to our hearts. Because the truth is, okay? The truth is, our heart is not always right. Sabihin mo nga yan, our heart is not always right. I hope you firmly believe that ha? hindi laging to tama ang puso mo. May mga natuwa rin sa area nato dito eh. So, baka kasi sa kanila na experience nila yon or kayo rin. Ako rin experience ko na yan. Nakala ko tama ang puso ko, yung pala mali. Okay? So there are times nagkakamali talaga. Okay? Our heart is Maybe most of the time, or sometimes wrong. So how do we do that? Now, the writer of, the, of that passage in, in Book of Proverbs, in Proverbs 4:23, Solomon, he started really well. His heart was actually fully committed to God at the start of his life. But something happened. So what happened to Solomon? In 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 23 to 24, since his heart was, you know, committed to God, he was serving the Lord. God really blessed him. God gave him wisdom, God gave him the power to rule, and look at what happened. King Solomon, as a result of that, was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. In other words, if you compare him to presidents, he's the best president of all time, during that time. He was the best president. He was the one that was highly respected, not just by his own people, but by the people and the rulers all over the world. So he was so prestigious, he was so popular, (coughs) <coughs> that the whole world sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. So they knew how wise he was. He, they knew how massive his kingdom was and how God was on his side, how God was blessing him. So far, so good talaga in life yeah. But I, I know a lot of you, you know his story. But let's go on and look at what happened to him. In verse 28 to 29, and damin na yung pera, and damin na yung stuff, damin na yung tauhan, and all of those things that he could want and he could desire, he got it. But he wanted more. He was not content. He felt entitled. There was something brewing inside his heart that was influenced by other people as well. What happened to him? Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Kew. The royal merchants purchased them from cute at the current price. Now, here's a problem. In the book of Deuteronomy, Sinabi na ni God, you will not go back to Egypt. The Israelites, ha, they had their own kingdom. Na. They were in Egypt before, hundreds of years ago as slaves. Now that they had their own kingdom, sabi ni the sa book of Deuteronomy, do not go back to Egypt to get horses. But what did Solomon do? He went back. They imported a chariot from Egypt. For 600 shekels of silver, a horse for 150. They also exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and of the Arameans. And hindi lang yun problem niya? He got more horses, more stuff from places that God said, don't go there because it will draw your heart away from me again. Isa pa nagin problem niya? In 1 Kings 11:1, King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter. Yun naman pala, Kuya Marty, mapagmahal pala si Solomon eh. Medyo mali pagbamahal ang niya dito. Okay? Maling pagmamahal naman yan. Love many. Isa lang, guys. Okay? Sa mga guys na nakikinig, please, isa lang. Kung manliligaw kayo, isa lang. Ang papangasawahin nyo, isa lang. Okay? What happened here? He loved many foreign women. Moabite women, Ammonite women, Edomite women, Sidonian women, Hittite women, Parasite women, I don't know. Basta madami siyang minahal. Ano yung consequence? They were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them. People who doesn't love God, who doesn't follow God, who were worshipping idols. Why? Because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. They will turn your hearts away from God and you will worship other god's Now, for the guys who are still single here i know a lot of you guys are still single if you're at a side note lang to ha. this is not part of the message but if you're going to marry a girl maghanap ka na si elevate now i'm just kidding but hindi maghanap ka na maghanap ka nang godly maghanap ka nang mahal si lord okay and for the girls din maghanap ka na taga, taga elevate <laughs> and, then, and then mahal si lord okay going back going back nevertheless solomon held fast eto ah held fast to them in love. Here's the thing. Listen to me. Ah. Solomon already knew that this is wrong. Pero dahil nasa puso niya yung women, he held fast to them in love. Hindi siya nakasay no to the women around him. He couldn't say no to his desire. As a result, Solomon, when he grew older, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, unlike his father, David. That's the consequence. As a result of that, after him, his kingdom was divided. That was the consequence of always saying yes to the wrong desires of your heart. Sometimes we don't see the consequences right away. Because we feel like, Uy, my, I'm feeding my heart, my emotions, I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm all of, experiencing all of these things. Maybe you're happy because you're experiencing all of these things. But as you continue saying yes to it, it, it damages your heart, it damages your soul, it damages how you think, how you respond, you make wrong decisions, you're farther away from God, and His blessings are no longer with you. That's what happened to Solomon. So nga the message? Natin? Guard your heart. Learn to say no. So how do we guard our heart? Na, how do you guard your heart? I'm going to give you three things. i want to teach you three things how to guard your heart. There are many things I know that you can see in the scripture, but I really believe when you practice these three things, ha, practice this daily, you will have the strength to say no to your heart. So are you ready? Are you ready to say no? Yung mga nandito, are you ready? Okay. Are you ready to guard your heart? Okay. Number one, number one. Strengthen your mind. Ah, Kuya Marty, why strengthen your mind? I thought we're talking about the heart. Bakit involved ang mind? Do you know that your mind is the only part of your body that can manage your heart? There's no other part of your body that can manage your heart. Even your hand, let's say na in love ka, eh, ayaw mo ma-in love doon sa person na yan kasi alam mong mahirap. Kahit na sundokin mo yung heart mo, okay, hindi yan magbabago. Huwag ka ma-in love. Okay, hindi yan mangyayari. Kahit na sigawa mo yung heart mo, please, wag, please. Hindi rin yan mangyayari. Hindi rin mangyayari But the mind has the capacity to manage your emotions. I really believe that God has created the mind above the heart, So that we can be guided and we can realize that, wait a minute, before I make this uh, this decision because of my heart, I need to think about it. Diba? Kaya siya nasa taas Because before we make a decision, before we become committed, before we give our heart to someone or to whatever that thing that is our desire, we need to evaluate it. We need to strengthen our mind. The stronger our mind is, the more it can guide our heart. Pag-weak ang mind mo because of what you put in it, Magiging weak din ang heart mo. So better strengthen your mind. That's why in Philippians chapter 4 verse 7, look at what Paul wrote. The peace of God. Remember, he was in prison, but he was at peace. Now imagine this, huh? you're in prison if, they, if the circumstances are difficult and you're in prison, of course, your heart will be sad. You will worry. You will have those negative feelings. You want to, you, you're, so sad, you, you're so down that you don't, want, you don't know what to do anymore. But somehow, when he was in prison, the peace of God was with him. bakit Yung peace of God was with Paul? Because this peace of God, it transcends all understanding. So he received the peace of God. It guarded his heart and his mind because of Christ Jesus. He received that peace. Paano niyo na-receive yung peace then? Of course, it's from the Lord. But God taught him. What did God teach him? In verse 8, it continued. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, anything excellent or praiseworthy, what do you do with those things? Think about such things. Imagine, guys, ha? imagine if you daily think about these things. You think of what's true. Hindi ka assume ng assume. You're not gonna worry. Diba? Yung mga taong assume ng assume, lagi nag-worry. Bakit niya sinabi yun? Bakit niya ginawato? <laughs> ang hirap! Sasabog dalaga yung heart mo. Okay? Ang, ang hirap talaga. So pag assume ka ng assume, wala. Hindi hindi totoo yun kasi you're just assuming. But if you think of what's true, you're not going to worry. If you think of what's noble, noble meaning to say honorable, things that are pleasing in God's sight. If you're thinking things that are lustful, things that are not honorable to God, nako, you're not going to help your heart. Because the more your heart will be will lean towards those things. But if you think of what's noble, then eventually your heart will be trained to lean on the right things. If you think of what's right, you're not cheating, you're not doing these things, you're not skipping classes. You don't, you know, you you train your heart to be disciplined, to love discipline rather than being lazy. That's right. What's pure? Your motives are pure. The 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 actions that you do towards a person is pure. There's no ulterior motives. There's no misleading. There's no manipulation. That's not pure. If you think manipulation, then your heart and your actions will be manipulative. That's why we dwell on those things. We dwell on what's lovely. Lovely ba yung mang logo? Ay, hindi, ba? Lovely ba yung gumawa ng ganito? Of course, hindi rin yung mga... Uh, Things that are dishonorable in God's sight, those things are not lovely. Those things are not admirable. Those things are not excellent and praiseworthy. Think about these things. Guys, God has given us a, a good mind for us to be able to manage our hearts. I really believe since we are all God's creation, God has given us the power to be able to manage our hearts, to be able to guard our hearts. Of course, there are things that are beyond our control. Some people get sick mentally. I know that. I really believe in that. But I also believe in the power of God and in His Word. That's why the Bible is there. So it's both sides. You need God's Word. You need other people. But don't ever neglect the power of God. He wants us to be able to think the right things to train our minds so that we will have the peace that surpasses all understanding. What's our message again? What's our message again? Guard your heart, learn to say no. So first, if you want to guard your heart, you, want, you need to strengthen your mind. Starts in the mind because eventually, it's going, to man, it's going to help you manage your heart. It's going to help you pursue or dwell on those things that are right. Then you need to search your heart. What's the difference from my What do you mean that I'm going to search my heart? It starts in the mind because you dwell on those things. But let's say, okay, your mind is al- your heart is already influenced with the wrong things. So hindi mo na alam, confused your heart mo. And I know a lot of you guys who are listening right now Confused yung heart nyo. Okay? <laughs> hindi nyo alam. Ano ba talaga tong ko? Ano ba talaga sa akin? Okay? Not just because of love life, but because of many things. Because of this pandemic, because of what's happening in your family, because of financial difficulties. Hindi mo na alam. Hindi ko na alam. I- I'm just confused emotionally. I don't know how to be happy anymore. I don't know. I just feel dull. I- do you know that feeling? It's important to search your heart. Because yes, the heart can be a lot of times confusing. But we need to search it. Why? Because the more we understand our heart, the clearer things will be. The clearer your next steps will be. The clearer the things that you need to say to a certain person. The clearer how you respond to your family members. The clearer how you should pursue peace in this chaotic world right now. The clearer things will be. But the truth is, a lot of people, they don't understand their hearts. Why? Because in Jeremiah 17 verse 9, alam na alam din ni God to. Kaya nga sinabi niya kay Jeremiah, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? In other words, even Jeremiah himself, when he was looking at the kings during that time, the kings, the rulers of Israel, nakokonfuse siya na alam na nila tama, why would they run away from God? Why would they pursue their wrong heart? Why would they they allow the deceitfulness of their heart to control them? I don't understand it. That's what Jeremiah is saying. And God is saying, yes, that's real. It's so hard to understand the heart. But good thing, it didn't end with verse 9. What's after verse 9? Verse 10. What did verse 10 say? Uh, Before that, how do we understand our heart before we look at verse 10? We can understand our heart. You know, some people, what they will do is they will look for other people to, to get counsel from. They go to counselors, they go to mentors, they go to the body of Christ, your d-group leaders, your pastors, uh, servants of the Lord that, uh, that, you know, are wise and you want to go to them for counsel. You can do that. For some people, they do self-reflection, they go to a retreat, they go to a mountain, they pray, and they seek. Some of them, they seek the Lord. Some of them, they just You know, if they don't have a relationship with God, they just meditate and they just try to understand what's happening to them. And for a lot of them, they would say, I understand myself more. But here's the thing. All of these things is good, but it's imperfect. You need God. Because in verse 10, God said to Jeremiah, I, the Lord, search the heart, your heart, the king's heart, and examine the mind. I know what's going on in their mind. More than we do. Alam ni Lord ang motives natin. To reward each, each person according to their conduct. According to what their deeds deserve. I understand. I search your heart. I know your motives. I know your mind. In fact, that's what David prayed in Psalm 139 verse 23 to 24. You know what David prayed? David said, search me, O God. Know my heart. Know what's really there. Test me. Know my anxious thoughts. Know what's bothering my mind. What's not pleasing to you, reveal it to me. If there is any offensive way in me, please remove it. See if there is any offensive way in my mind, in my heart. And Lord, please lead me in the way of everlasting. When I say search your mind, I search your heart. I'm talking about involving God to reveal the things that are really not right in your heart. I'm talking about praying David's prayer. Search my heart, O Lord. Test if there are wicked thoughts in my mind. See if there's any offensive way in me. And if there is, Lord, remove it from me. Reveal to me what's wrong and lead me to the way of everlasting. Ang problema kasi natin, nagpapaloko tayo sa puso. Di ba? Nagpapaloko tayo sa heart natin eh. We don't take time to pause and ask God, Lord, what's really happening there? And then God would reveal as we spend time with Him, alam mo, problema mo, anak, masyado mong pinipilit. Alam mo, problema mo, anak, masyadong naglilin ka towards lust. Alam mo, problema mo, anak, masyado ma- mahal mo isang tao na hindi para sa'yo. Alam mo, problema mo, anak, nagmamadali ka. Those things God would reveal if we search our heart with God by our side. That's what it means when you search your heart because it's so hard to understand it. I've tried that many times and it, it will end up with me saying yes to the wrong desires of my heart. But when I involve God and I ask God, Lord, what's really wrong? And then He reveals to me, ito talaga yung problema. You're manipulating this person. Ito talaga yung problema. You are too proud. Ito talaga yung problema. You're selfish. You need to be selfless then eventually my heart will be aligned to Him. So it starts in the mind, yes, but we need to involve God to search our hearts. What's our message again? Guard your heart, learn to say no. So how do we guard our heart? Number one, you strengthen your mind. So it starts in the mind, dwell on those things that dapat, na pleasing to the Lord, so that it's not gonna influence your heart further. Because this world has influenced our hearts so many times already. It influenced our hearts towards the wrong things. Not everything in this world, but a lot of things in this world. That's why we dwell on the things that God wants us to dwell on. So that yung heart natin it's influenced to the right things. Then if our hearts are, you know, confused, we don't understand what's going on, it's good to pause. It's good to seek God and ask God, Lord, please search my heart. Because kung ako lang I will really decide on what what I feel is right what I feel is good now here's the thing let me clarify this it doesn't mean that everything you feel is wrong feelings are from God but there are feelings that needs to be evaluated for example feelings of love God created love but the world can twist love for example sex sex is good desire for sex is good in the context of marriage because the world will say moto," even though you're not yet married so the world would twist it, Satan would twist it to, to lure us away from God, but God will reveal to us na hindi yan, you wait, you trust me, I'm going to bless you, and it's going to be beautiful. That's what God is saying in His Word. Kaya we need to search our hearts. And then eventually, as we understand more of our heart, as we try to influence our minds with the right things, we need to surrender our heart. When I say surrender our heart, even though it's against your desire, it means a surrendered heart means that I will obey God's desire even though initially, sa start, sa simula, it's against my desire. It means na, okay, Lord, I love this. For example, love life. For example, love life. Lord, I love this person. Okay. Pero hindi mahal nung hindi mahal yung mahal person na yun si Lord. And alam mo na, in God's word, you are to pursue someone who loves the Lord. You are to be in a relationship with someone who loves God. So you know already, but then your heart is it's about to explode. Ko na kaya talaga, Lord. Surrendered heart. Kasama talaga eh? Or for example, tinatamad ka because, you know, with this, all of these things that are happening, hindi mo kaya mag-aral, nahirapan ka, you're having a hard time. Understandable. But even though it's hard, it's against your desire because you don't feel it, you surrender to God because feelings are temporary. Sometimes you don't feel good, other times you feel good. Don't allow the not feeling good moment to dictate your life. Because God knows what's best for us. God can guide us even though we don't feel like it. That's why surrendered heart is very important. Yan ang naging problem ni Solomon eh. You know why that's the problem in Solomon? He forgot the heart of his father. Because David, when he was chosen to be the next king after Saul, this is his heart. The Lord said to Samuel, Samuel was the prophet who anointed David, do not consider the appearance of the brothers of David, yung kuya ni David, or his height, for I have rejected him. Yung mga brothers niya. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's why David was called a man after God's own heart. Solomon forgot that. At the start of his life, he was influenced by his father because his father was there. So he was following God. He was following God. When David was gone, he was still following God. In fact, he wrote Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 because he was following the Lord. What did he say? Trust in the Lord with what? all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding or desire. In all your ways, obey, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. He knew this, but he was not consistent with it. He was surrendered at the start, but he got lured away from God. And I know for a lot of us, we know the right things already. And that's why my, I urge you and I encourage you, keep trusting the Lord with all your heart. In fact, this p- passage, a lot of you have memorized this already. This is from Solomon. He knew that he needed to trust the Lord. He knew that he shouldn't lean in his own understanding. You know, in, in, in fairness, Solomon, at the end of his life, that's why he, he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, He realized that everything he pursued because of his desire was futile. He realized that. That's the book of Ecclesiastes. He pursued pleasure. He pursued all his heart's desire. He was contented for for the meantime when he was pursuing it. But he realized it was worthless. It was nothing. It doesn't fully satisfy. At the end of the book of Ecclesiastes, he said, the only thing that matters is we fear God. Our duty is to follow Him. Our duty is to trust Him with all our heart. Now, I don't know what's going on in your heart right now. But I know a lot of us are struggling saying no to it. We need to influence it with our mind. It starts by strengthening our mind. We need to search our hearts, to pause and to evaluate it, and let God help you evaluate it, so that hindi ka maloko, so that you don't always give in or you don't give in to the wrong things. And you, we need to surrender our hearts to God, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. And what's the promise? As we submit to Him in everything, He will make our paths straight know, man, the benefit when we pursue God's heart. When our hearts are aligned to God, our path will be straight. It's not crooked. Hindi magulo. Hindi left and right ka pa ikot-ikot ka. Parang roller coaster na hindi mo alam nangyayari sa life mo. It gets confusing when our hearts are confused. But when it's clear, the path is also clear. Doon mo maikita eh. How come certain people, because they trusted the Lord with all their hearts, their path is straight. They know what they need to do and they do it to please God. They know eventually, eventually, sa start siyempre parang, your heart is not aligned to God. But the more you practice obeying God and trusting Him, I tell you, your heart will be trained and it will desire to please Him daily. And the more you desire to please Him daily, the more beautiful life gets. Because He will make our path. Straight, And that's what I want for all of us who are listening. As we close this series, I want our path, our direction to be right, to be pleasing to God, to be beautiful, not just in our sight, but in God's sight as well. What's our message? Guard your heart. Learn to say no. I'll end with this story. I think some of you have heard this already. But there's this girl. Uh... There's this girl that she fell in love with this guy, okay? This girl fell in love with this guy. And the guy was notorious. Notorious siya, known as someone na manluloko. So her older sister told the girl already, Sis, okay, wag na. Don't pursue that relationship. That guy will just hurt you. But you know... The heart is deceitful, so the girl just said, "No, I, I can manage this." Kaya to. That's how our hearts work, pala. It, that's how it deceives us. We try. We it, it teach. It somehow tries to convince us na go work to, go work to, go work to. So the girl tried to force that relationship. She entered that relationship knowing that the guy was notorious in hurting the feelings of girls, and eventually, because of that, nagig toxic din yung heart niya. What do I mean by toxic? She started getting jealous a lot of times because she knew the guy can cheat anytime. So she got jealous. She got anxious. She was so worried. There were times she couldn't sleep. There were times she keeps texting the guy, where are you, where are you, where are you? (laughs) Almost every minute. And the guy was not replying and then eventually the guy would reply. So it was a toxic relationship, not just for the both of them, but especially for the girl. It was something toxic and it was giving her heart a hard time eventually after months but months the girl found out that the guy was cheating on her so she was on in her room she was crying so hard that her older sister heard it and then the older sister went in the room of her younger sister and she, they were talking and the older sister asked oh what happened why why are you crying sabi nung younger sister Hate, tama ka nga. That guy is just, it's just bad for me. He cheated again. He, and not just again, but he cheated many times. And I'm so hurt. I ended the relationship. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eventually, you know, the older sister comforted her younger sister. They prayed. But the older sister shared something that I really believe stuck in the heart of that younger sister. The older sister showed a rubber band, goma then a younger sister sabi ng older sister alam mo sis yung puso natin minsan parang goma yan. and then sabi ng younger sister what do you mean ate that it's like a rubber band it's like this if you stretch a rubber band if you stretch it really stretch it and you remove it it can hurt you if you stretch it and then binitawan mo it can hurt you or it can hurt other people in other words the more you stretch, the more you force the rubber band. When it goes back, it's more painful. Just like our hearts, the more that you force a situation, the more napiliten mo ang mga bagay-bagay na hindi para sa Eventually, it's gonna snap, it's gonna break, and it's gonna cause you pain and other people as well. But if you don't force it, you just put it on your hand. It's not painful. Same thing with your heart. If you don't force your desires that are wrong and you just surrender your heart to God, let Him hold it, He will protect it. He will guard it. Because the perfect person that will guard our hearts is not ourselves, but God Himself. I'm gonna end with this line. Our heart is perfectly guarded when it is completely in the hands of God. You want to guard your heart? Give your heart to God. Let Him guard it. Kasi grabe magprotect si Lord. Grabe kanya niya ipipreserve. Grabe ka protect from the wrong people, the wrong things, the wrong decisions. Because that's how much He loves you. He will send people, He will send this message to you. He will send other things in your life so that to protect you and draw you away from the wrong things, away from the hearts that are deceitful, and He will lead you to the right path. The best person to protect your heart is God Himself. What's our message again? Guard your heart, learn to say no. Since this is the closing of our series, my bonus for you, so that you will be reminded to say no, you can download certain wall. No, you can download certain wallpapers. There, you can download certain wallpapers that you can use on your phone, on your uh, uh, laptops, uh, computer mo, uh, and these wallpapers will remind you to say no to the things that are not pleasing to God. This series has been wonderful to me personally. I hope you were blessed as well. If you haven't watched the other parts of this series, go ahead, go to our YouTube channel and check out those messages so that you will be reminded of the things that you need to say no to. But this is a bonus. This is for free. Go to this link, bit.ly slash red flag wallpapers or scan this QR code and you can download everything. It's for free. You can use it on your phone, on your tablets, gadget, whatever it is, to remind you. Kasi minsan, when we look at things on our phone and it's distracting us and drawing us away from God, sometimes that's the reason why we are drawn away from God. But, if we put certain things that will remind us, oh nga, no, for example, get, act wisely to overcome. Saying no saves you from unnecessary pain. Ba? So, maganda rin marimind ng mga ganon. So, download these things. And I pray that God will use these things to encourage you, to bless you, and to protect you. As we close, guard your heart. Learn to say no. I want to pray for you guys. I want to pray for two specific groups of people as we close this series. The first group of people, a lot of you, this is your first time to hear messages like this. Or you've been attending Elevate. You've been attending a church gathering online. But somehow, Jesus is not yet in your heart. You haven't surrendered your heart to God. Maybe this is the day that God is telling you, Anak, surrender your heart to me. Trust me with all of your heart. You see, salvation happens when you put your faith in Jesus. It's all by His grace. Not by our good works. Not because we are It's all by His grace. But He's calling you to believe in Him. So if you're that person, my prayer is today, you will receive Jesus in your heart. I'm going to pray for you in a while. But for the second group of people that I want to pray for, all of us actually, a lot of us who are Christians, we know that we need to guard our hearts. But somehow, if you're completely honest with yourself, you would tell God, Lord, I'm sorry, I haven't been guarding my heart. I haven't been strengthening my mind. I'm influenced by the wrong things. I haven't really been searching my heart, taking time to pause to evaluate what I'm feeling. I'm not asking you to search me. And I am not surrendering my heart in certain areas. There's still hope. I know this pandemic is very tiring. It's gonna make our hearts, you know, more tired to do what's right. But I pray that because of this message, you will guard your hearts by surrendering it to the Lord. So for the first group of people, can we bow our heads? All of us, can we just bow our heads? For the first group of people, if you want to receive Jesus in your heart right now, pray something like this from your heart. Say to Jesus, Jesus, I'm really sorry for all my sins. Please forgive me. I realize that I'm sinful. I cannot save myself. I cannot protect my heart perfectly. Only you can do that. So today, Jesus, with all humility, I surrender my heart to you. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my life. Change me. Transform me. From now on, my life is yours. For the second group of people, I want to pray for you, Lord. For a lot of us, we have a relationship with you already. But somehow, the heart is so deceitful. It's luring us away from you, away from your will, from your path. Please forgive us, Lord. Please cleanse our hearts. Please search our hearts. Test our minds. See if there's any wicked way in us. And please, God, please lead all of us to the way of everlasting. Teach us to surrender day by day, moment by moment, our hearts to you. Because only you can perfectly guard our hearts. We love you, honor you, and bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.